we've got some yeast and some mustard seeds. And I guess really it doesn't matter what kind of seeds you have. But all seeds are pretty tiny, aren't they? There's no way you're going to see them from over there. Um, but the thing with seeds and the thing with yeast is that actually if we keep it in the pot or in the packet, it's useless, absolutely no good to us at all. And what I think perhaps Jesus is saying is that the kingdom of God is ours to take, the choice is there. And it's easy, easier perhaps, um, to pray, God, your kingdom come over there. And God, please do something over there. And we can have faith for that kind of stuff sometimes, rather than saying, God, your kingdom come in me. I'm going to take the seed. Will you grow your kingdom in me? And part of what we talked about last week, um, those of you who weren't here with us, we had each a piece of broken pot. Um, and we were talking about how in our lives we can often feel broken. There are things that we're not happy about, things that have hurt us along our journey. Um, and so at the end of last week's service, kind of as an act of faith, we brought our individual broken bits of pot um, and we put them at the front here, um, underneath the cross, um, as a way to say, God, will you help us with these? Because we, we can't deal with them on our own. We can't mend them on our own. We need you. So this week's illustration uses those pieces. And we have our pot. I'm going to have to take this out because I'm no good at standing still. There we go. Um, so our broken pieces are back together and they are whole. But they're not just back together. They've got pretty sparky bits. It's very exciting. <laughs> um, and what I have learnt over this week is that actually, put that down just to me. When I started working on that and put the glue in, you can only do a piece at a time, just two pieces together, and you've got to be patient. And you've got to let the glue go off. Because if you try doing three or just another little tiny bit on top, the first few bits have got to dry first, and eventually, in taking lots of patience, the whole pot was together. But you know what? It just looked like a broken pot that someone had stuck together. <laughs> it was really ugly. There were just bits of glue coming out, and that it was, it was ugly. And I thought, well, so often my life is like that. Because I try to stick the bits back together. 
and I try and do it on my own. And I do an alright job, but it's not pretty. But actually, when you let God do it, he comes and puts all the sparkly bits on. Because for me, the sparkly bits symbolise the fruit of the Spirit. They symbolise the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness, the faithfulness, the self-control, all those things that the Holy Spirit does in our life are like these little sparkly bits. They cover up the cracks. They get worked into us so that we're not just people who are persevering, people who are just, we're going to stick that last bit back on and we're going to keep going. But we really can't take it. We become people of God, people who have God's kingdom in our hearts because of the brokenness, because we've let him sow that love in, sow that grace in, bind us together. It's not something quick, it's not something easy, it's not like getting your washing done when you're a teenager. You leave it on your floor, you go out to school, you come back and it's all folded up nicely on your bed. It's not like that. God needs our participation as well. And he works at it with us. It's a slow process. It's not quick. It's learning every single day that we're saying, oh yeah, God, I remember. I'm letting you be in control. You're in charge. I'm stepping back. And we have to do that every day because we forget. And because we're impatient, if you're anything like me. And God's timing is often not as quick as I would like it to be. But that's part of learning to let God build his kingdom in our lives. And as he does that, we change. Our reactions to things change. Our assumptions change. Our fears change. The love that we have for other people changes. Because God is always putting these extra colours and sparkly bits in. And we're different. We're not the same as we were. And that I find really exciting. The other really exciting thing that God said to me when I was putting all the sparkly bits on, you have to do it really slowly and really gently, is that he's not in a rush. We might be in a rush, but he's not in a rush. And he actually delights in restoring us. It brings him great pleasure to be able to build his kingdom in us to see his life permeating, getting bigger and bigger in our lives. And so as I was thinking about that, I was thinking about 
Matthew 5 in the Sermon on the Mount, which I've not really understood. It always sounds silly. Blessed are the dot, 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 those who are mourning, those who are hurting, those who are being picked on. And you kind of think, how? Why? What a thing to say. But reading it in this context, with actually, when we're broken, God can do something. Yeah, okay. I can, I can go with that. So we're going to read it. Matthew 5, starting at verse 3. God blesses those who are poor and realise their need for him, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God blesses those who are humble, for they will inherit the whole earth. God blesses those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. Bit by bit, there's more colours being added to the pot. God blesses those whose hearts are pure, for they will see God. God blesses those who are merciful, for they will be shown mercy. God blesses those who work for peace, for they will be called the children of God. God blesses those who are persecuted for doing right, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. God blesses you when people mock you and persecute you and lie about you, say all sorts of evil things against you because you are my followers. Be happy about it. Be very glad, for a great reward awaits you in heaven. And remember, the ancient prophets were persecuted in the same way. But you are the salt of the earth. What good is salt if it has lost its flavour? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out, trampled underfoot, worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. And no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on the stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. When I read that, and I was looking at the pot, and I kind of thought, yeah, maybe not let my good deeds, but how about let God's good deeds in my life shine out? So that we're not afraid of the broken bits. We're not afraid of where we're weak and vulnerable. Those are the bits we're proud of, because those are the bits we can let go of and say, God did that bit. And one of the verses we read last week, Paul in 2 Corinthians writing, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power can be seen in me. And that is my prayer, that actually, rather than shying away, pushing down, ignoring the bits that are broken in my life, the things that I find stressy, the things that 
hurt me. Rather, I want to learn to be excited and give those bits over to God easier, quicker, so that he can put the sparkly bits on and he can make me whole. When Graham uh, and I were walking on Wednesday, uh, we went over to see the Bjors Dragon, because um, I like the Bjors Dragon. Um, and on the way back down the hill, um, we came across this picture. Jess can put it up. It's not there. It's not there. Okay. Okay. Well, we came across this picture. I will describe it to you. Um, so, there is the Baptist church in yours. And she's got a big sign saying Baptist church on the outside. We've got the car park. And on the building, adjacent to it, um, there's a big sign that says something like W Church, Seed Merchants and Growers. And I thought, that is great. That is what the church is called to be. We need the seed inside us so that God can grow his kingdom. But we don't keep it to ourselves. We help God. We let God grow that seed in our lives and then we give the seed away. We don't need to sell it. But we need to be seed merchants. We need to recognise that actually it's not anything to be embarrassed about, that God makes us better, that God helps us with our lives. Um, often people from outside will look at and point the finger at people in church. Oh, are you a Christian? You've got it all together. You think you have. You point the finger at us, telling us we're no good. But we know it's not right. We know we haven't got it together at all. But God holds us together. And so maybe if we can be more vulnerable and embrace our vulnerability and what God is doing in our lives, then people will look at us not for who we are, but for God growing inside us. And they'll see that. And we can give that seed away. Um, I would like us to listen to another song. Um, it's called Changed and it's by Sanctus Real. Um, and it's, it's blessed me and I hope it blesses you too. <laughs> 